Right, well, good morning, everyone. Morning. And I'm going to do uh, do just a one-off uh, message for the new year uh, this morning. I'm going to, uh, hopefully, the Lord willing, pick up the series on Mark's Gospel uh, next week. And Mark will also be uh, doing picking up his series in Galatians. So uh, that that's something to look forward to as well. So if you've got your Bibles in front of you, I hope hopefully all of you can hear me. We're going to be looking at uh, a small uh, section from chapter four. So the concluding chapter of Colossians, the epistle to the Colossians and chapter four, really uh, reading from verse verses two to six. So just a, a short passage and I'll ask Avril to to read it for us. So Colossians chapter four, uh, verses two to six. And I'm reading from the Holman Christian Standard Bible. Devote yourselves to prayer. Stay alert in it with thanksgiving. At the same time, pray also for us that God may open a door for us for the word to speak the mystery of Christ for which I am in chains so that I may awake, so I may make known it, so that God may open a door for us to speak the word, to speak the mystery of Christ for which I am in chains so that I may make known as I should. Act wisely towards outsiders making the most of the time. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you should answer each person. Okay, thank you. Thank you uh, for that. Well, we're into a new year, 2021. And uh, 2020 was quite a year, wasn't it? And we're now sort of at the cusp of a new year. Going into uh, a, a new year with huge challenges and um, perhaps difficulties and problems and potential. And the thought that I want to sort of uh, pick up on this morning uh, is the word continuing. Now, in the translation that Avril read, it uses the word devote. It may be some of your translations. I know. I think in the in the King James, in the New King James, I'm not sure in the NIV. It uses the word "continue" at uh, verse two, and so that that's the the kind of uh, uh, kind of idea that I want to to uh, uh, bring to you that this morning uh, is this idea of continuing, and it, uh, we're going to be. Uh, looking at these uh, verses here, verses two to six, in this concluding chapter of this letter to the church at uh, Colossae. And so uh, we're going to be just thinking about what Paul, in, his, in these concluding remarks, as he's, he's finishing this, this letter to the believers there, and uh, perhaps be encouraged and exhorted this morning from what Paul is 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 saying uh, to the believers at, at Colossae. Now, Paul, uh, I understand, didn't start this work. He didn't uh, visit um, Colossae and, and start the church himself. But there were people who went there, and it, and there was a, a fellowship there. And Paul became very uh, 
pastorally concerned uh, for them. And uh, as, as we know, uh, the letter to the Colossians is very much linked to the letter to Ephesians. And, and they kind of parallel each other. There are verses in Ephesians that, that parallel uh, verses in Colossians. So there's, there's a, quite a link there. But Paul had quite a, a pastoral concern uh, for the folk at uh, Colossae and uh, some of the perhaps difficulties that were creeping into to the fellowship there while Ephesians is really dealing with with the, 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 the what the church is in Christ the reality of who we are as the church in who Christ is the Colossians um, epistle is really dealing with with who Christ is himself and Paul is kind of wanting to uh, present to the, the people there uh, in the midst of their, their kind of difficulties and, and the kind of erroneous thinking that would be perhaps seeping in to, to, the, to the body of believers there. He's wanting to lift up Christ and say, look, Christ is sufficient. The Lord Jesus Christ is all sufficient. This is who he really is. This is um, uh, the reality that we have in Christ. Uh, because there were perhaps people saying, well, we need to maybe go back to being a bit more legalistic. Uh, so there was a bit of a kind of a mixing up maybe with uh, uh, sort of legalism from Judaism, sort of going back to sort of kind of keeping the laws, but also a bit of mysticism coming in. And, and some people think that um, the the error that was to come in later in the in the age of the early church called uh, Gnosticism was perhaps uh, prevalent in, in the Colossian situation. Well, whether that's the case or not, there was wrong thinking. Paul's wanting to combat that and encourage the, the people at Colossae by saying, look, this is what the Lord Jesus Christ is. This is who he is. He's sufficient. He's preeminent. And uh, you know, we we have our, our, our Christian life and our service uh, is is in him. He, we are complete in him. We don't need to be sort of keeping the law or, or, or doing, you know, having a, a, a list of boxes to tick or having some kind of uh, vain philosophy that might have been creeping in because it, it was very much the, the Greco-Roman world with all the sort of ideas sort of filtering through from from paganism and, and the philosophy of the time. So Paul's wanting to combat that. And so we get to chapter four and uh, we've got these, these sort of concluding sort of words of exhortation that he wants to give uh, to the folk there, there at Colossae. And so let's, let's uh, be encouraged um, what Paul has to say uh, here. So I've got three headings for us this morning, three headings. And the first heading, they're all from the, the, the verses here in this, this little section. The first one is continue in earnest prayer. Continue in earnest prayer. The second is walk in wisdom, redeeming the time. Verse 5, grace-filled speech. Verse 6. So three headings. And I probably want to give... Um, uh, most time to the first one so I guess really I guess this is really just a, a, a summary of maybe three sermons uh, and we could probably just home in on just one 
of these headings uh, but uh, we'll, we'll try and see how we get on so the first one then is continue in earnest prayer as in most translations that that's how verse 2 begins continue earnestly or continue steadfastly in prayer vigilant in it with thanksgiving so that's that's verse two, verse two and that's our first heading and i'm hoping that this 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 uh, uh will be an encouragement to us as we go into a new year uh 2021 it's kind of like perhaps a mandate for us uh to to continue in a sense in what we are already doing uh in our in our lives and and as a, a fellowship which we we have have been doing and so it's a kind of a message really to encourage us to keep going on and to continue in what we're doing and to to pursue that so continue in earnest prayer and uh, what I want us to, as we think about this, first of all, is if you if you want to, you can turn to it, Luke 18, Luke 18, uh, verses 1 to 8. And this might be of help, and uh, this is Jesus giving the parable of the persistent widow. And I'm just, go, I'm just going to, to, to read it for us. Uh, so, uh, eight verses. Chapter 18, Jesus' parable of the persistent widow and this is what jesus says and he's really giving this parable as a kind of uh, sort of as to give impetus to the fact that we ought to be praying we ought to keep praying uh, so verse one and he told them a parable to the effect that they should always uh, always to pray and not lose heart he said in a certain city there was a judge who neither feared god nor respected man and there was a widow in that city who kept coming to him and saying give me justice against my adversary for while he refused but afterward he said to himself though i neither fear god nor respect man yet because this widow keeps bothering me i will give her justice that she will not beat me down by her continual coming and the lord said hear what the unrighteous judge says i will not god give justice to his elect who cry to him day and night will he delay long over them i tell you he will give justice to them speedily nevertheless when the son of man comes will he find faith on earth so one key word that i want to sort of home in on here is of course the word continue what we we see here verses five and six as, as we see we observe the widow that she's not giving up she's persistent she keeps bothering this justice and this is verse five yet because the widow keeps bothering me i will give her ju justice that she will not beat me down by her continual coming and the lord said hear what the unjust just right justice says this new year will be like any other year for us it will call for prayer there's not going to be a year till the lord comes and and, and uh, brings this age to an end there's not going to be a year in any of our lives 
where we'll start on January the 1st and we'll say, well, this, this, this year is going to be different. This year I can relax. There's going to be no problems. Uh, the, world, the world is upright and, I'm, you know, I, I don't need to pray. There is no Christian or believer um, in this world who, can, who will ever be able to really think that way because we know we're into a new year but the, the, the problems that we had in the previous year will continue. That human nature isn't suddenly going to change. And that we, we, one thing that will always be continuing is the need for prayer. We need to keep and continue in prayer. And there are things that uh, were of concern for many of us back in 2020. And they are concerned still for us now. All kinds of things, family issues, things uh, to do with perhaps a work situation, things to do with our world, with, that, with the, 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 the community around the church at Clinton. There are ongoing, all kinds of ongoing issues and problems. We live in a, a broken world, in a world of sin. And the Christian is called to pray. And if we really belong to Christ, if we are in Christ, and if what Paul, the reality, spiritual reality that, uh, that Paul is speaking about in, earlier in the epistle is true about us, then there is an impulse in us that we ought and must pray. So we need to continue, continuing in prayer. Prayer is something that we need to do is something that we're called to do and it's something that paul wants the colossians to keep doing continue in prayer we ought to be a people of prayer now the greek word here uh, that perhaps it, it, it is translated as continue uh, it's a little different in, in the translation that i will use and what it uses the word devote but the word continue um, represents the Greek word proskaterio, proskaterio, and that can be understood like this: it, it, it can be uh, and to be earnest towards something, to be very focused towards something, a goal or something, or to persevere, or to be constantly diligent. And I suppose those two words, in a sense give the same force, don't they? To be constant and to be diligent. And that's in a sense what Paul was wanting to get across. And he gets across elsewhere. We can go to uh, Romans 12, 12, where, where he says this, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing steadfastly in prayer. So that word continuing is there again. Continuing steadfastly in prayer let's hope and pray that we will be continuing in prayer this this year in 2021 so let's be continuing and i'm going to just read from charles wesley we we had a, a great hymn there in a sense speaking about prayer um just before i started what a friend we have in jesus and uh Keep that in, in mind. But here's Charles Wesley from his hymn, Soldiers of Christ Arise. 
and I think this is, I think verse 2 says this, Stand then in his great might, with all his strength endured, take to arm for the, you for the fight, the panoply of God, to keep your armour bright, attend with constant care, still walking in your captain's sight, and watching unto prayer. So there's a, a, an exhortation from us, from the, the pen of Charles Wesley. Continue and watching in prayer. So let's continue in prayer. Secondly, in, in these, these, these uh, verses 2 to 4, we're told to be vigilant, to be watchful in prayer. We need to be vigilant. We need, that means we, we need to be aware of ourselves, aware of the temptations and the distractions. And they are many. We all know that when we, 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 we come to prayer. I certainly struggle with this. You know, you, 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 you set a t- time to pray and, and all, all manner of things just kind of flood your mind or you, there's distractions here, there's distractions there. And uh, if you're a married couple and you've set time to pray, uh, and Av- Avril will, will know what I mean, you know, as a couple prays, they, they, we can't all kinds of distractions. So we need to be v- vigilant and, uh, and watchful, be aware of these things and to try and, uh, and uh, 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 circumvent these things, if we like, and, you know, be watchful. We're going to be praying. We're going to be continuing in prayer. And let's be uh, be vigilant. And then it says with thanksgiving, to give thanks. Which is what Paul is saying about there in Romans 12. To give thanks. Not giving thanks for the, the trials and tribulations and problems. But because in those trials and tribulations, in what we are, are dealing with, whatever we're, we're, we're praying about, we're giving thanks for who God is and for who Christ is. The reality, the fact that he is utterly sufficient for us. And that's what, what the, the writer to what a friend we have in Jesus is getting across. Uh, I think uh, if, if my memory serves me right, the man who wrote that hymn, I think, was a, a, a man from Northern Ireland who, who, who had to deal with, with uh, I think, Ongoing family tragedies, if I've got the right person. Uh, and yet there he is, he's penning this, this, this hymn. And that, that's really what he, he's getting across, that Christ is sufficient for us, that whatever we're facing, we can go to Christ because he is all sufficient. You know, he is God in the flesh. He is the son of God. He's at the right hand of the Father. He's interceding for us. He is sufficient for us. We can go to him with prayer and and be thankful for these realities about who Christ is. Be thankful uh, for what God has already done for us in our lives and make note of these things. It's a bit like um, uh, another hymn. I think it's, uh, where is it? Uh, Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Abba will probably uh, remind me how the rest of that that hymn goes but we need to do that we need to always be thankful for what god has done and is doing for us in the midst of all these things in the midst of where 
when we are praying and continuing in prayer uh, for whatever it is we're praying for or praying about. And so that's the next thing. What are we to be concerned about in our prayers? Well, what is Paul concerned about? What is Paul wanting the Colossians to be concerned about? Well, yes, family needs and, and personal needs. Uh, we, we need to, to pursue, persevere in that. But what Paul is, is concerned about here is the things of the kingdom of God and to be taken up with those things. And so Paul wants the Colossian believers to continue continue earnestly in prayer for him and the ministry. Verse 3. And, uh, and this is what it says in the authorized, with all praying also for us, that God would open unto us a door of utterance to speak the mystery of Christ, for which also I am in bonds, that I might make it manifest as I speak. Paul is asking them to pray for him and to pray in an earnest and vigilant manner for these things, for an open door to the gospel. Uh, for Paul and for his fellow workers to be able to open up and to make clear the mystery of the Lord Jesus Christ and the gospel. Well, as Paul kind of explains in I think chapter three of Ephesians, it is a, a it was a mystery to those in the Old Testament times, but it's now a mystery that's being unfolded. And so Paul, what he's asking the the the, the Colossian believers is. Pray for me, pray for, for me that I might make it clear that I might have, you know, uh, an open door to, to present Christ uh, to those outside, to present the Lord Jesus Christ uh, as all sufficient, as the glorious Savior that He is, to make it clear so people will have that understanding. Now, if we go back to, to chapter one of the Colossians, Paul. Uh, it speaks a little bit about this mystery. So reading from verse 23, he says this, If you continue in the faith, grounded and settled and not being moved away from the hope of the gospel, which you have heard and which was preached to every creature which is under heaven, whereof I, Paul, have been made a minister, who now rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill up what is behind of the afflictions of Christ in my flesh for his body's sake, which is the church, whereof I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God, which is given me for you to fulfill the word of God, even the mystery, even the mystery which has been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory? What 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 amazing set of verses! Well, it's 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 a wonderful uh, epistle, and you'll you'll be blessed in in revisiting the the letter to Ephesians, uh, Colossians, and obviously Ephesians as well as they both go hand in hand. But well, that verse 27 is uh, very wonderful, isn't it? And this is what Paul's praying for, and hoping that they'll pray for him, that he'll be able to get across to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery 
among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. And if we're in Christ, that is true for us. That's true of where we are in Christ, that, that we have had this mystery uh, revealed to us, that we have had this the mystery of the gospel and the all-sufficiency and wonder of Jesus Christ open to us, and that we now have had that glimpse and taste of that that heavenly hope, that glory, and that hope that hope that we we have. And Paul's praying, wanting them to pray for him, that that there'll be an open door. So for 2021, let this be our prayer as we go into this new year. And we don't know what this this new year is going to bring. But let's pray that the gospel in Quinton will have an open door, that there'll be open doors uh, in not only Quinton, but the, the, the whole the city of Birmingham and uh, further afield. And, and please pray for Mark, pray for, for all, all of those of us who are engaged in, in proclamational ministry. Please pray for us that we will have an open door. Pray for, for all of us as a, a fellowship here that wherever we are, whether we're uh, in, living in Quinton or on the, on the periphery of Quinton, uh, as part of Quinton Evangelical Church, we all can have an open door somewhere with people that we can uh, open up the mysteries of the Lord Jesus Christ. So do pray for us. And we don't know the situation, how it's going to unfold. We're in tier, Birmingham is in tier four, so uh, there are a lot of restrictions. But God, God is the, the God of uh, endless opportunities, you know, he, you know, and he's going to open doors we can't think possible. So let's be praying. Let's be vigilant and earnest in our prayer. Pray that there will be open doors this year in Quinton uh, for us. To, to explain the gospel and for people to be called into the, this 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 wonderful hope, this hope of glory that Paul is talking about. So that's the the, the, the first heading. Uh, continue in prayer, and that's that's perhaps my, my main heading. If you know, if you remember nothing else, remember the first heading. Continue in prayer. Continue earnestly. In prayer. Secondly, my second heading, if you remember, was walk in wisdom, redeeming the time. So that's really specifically verse five. And verse five says this walk in wisdom toward them that are without, redeeming the time. So let's consider these words just a little bit. And um, what we're really being called to do here is is walk. Walk in a wise way with those outside the church, with those who are our family members who don't know Christ, with our neighbours, whoever they might be, with those non-Christians that we know at, at work or whatever. Let us in 2021 walk in a wise way, that we might walk in wisdom as far as these folk are concerned. And of course, the parallel to this, uh, this is found in Ephesians chapter 5. As Paul perhaps spends more time on this theme, 
in that that epistle. So reading from from this, uh, well, let's let's read verses fifteen to twenty one. Paul Paul is, has been speaking about in that chapter walking in in love, walking in the light, and then he gets to a little section walking in wisdom, and this is what he sees then from verse fifteen to twenty one. See then that you walk circumspectly or walk walk wisely not as fools but as wise redeeming the the time because the days are evil therefore do not be unwise but understand what the will of the lord is and do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation but we filled with the spirit be filled with the spirit so this is an exhortation for us isn't it this is something that we can hold on to and think this is what we we can focus on and, and doing and pursuing uh, in our christian walk for 2021 that we're going to be yes continuing in prayer we're going to be urgent in and uh, persistent in prayer and we're now going to we're going to aim to be walking in wisdom with those around us i'm very encouraged when i hear sort of emma speaking about and the conversations that she has with people at work in, in your work situation that's it's it's really encouraging i'm always uh, humbled and challenged as somebody who's involved with full-time christian ministry uh it's 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 great to hear people who are in secular work who are having these wonderful opportunities uh, to share the gospel and that requires walking in wisdom let's continue to do that uh, and to really aim to be walking wisely with those around us and that we redeem the time and the kind of the idea behind that is you're kind of buying back you're buying back time and buying back time uh, in terms of the things that we might give give um, uh, precedence to things that seem important maybe we need to sort of think about our priorities this year in 2021 and say i'm going to lay aside certain things things that might be necessary and needful and prioritize prayer prioritize spending time with the lord this year redeem the time and as paul says in in ephesians in the ephesians section the days are evil and we are in the time where we we see uh, um and sin rampant in our culture in our society people being becoming in a sense more ungodly we're in very much a godless age so let us walk wisely let us redeem the time and it's it's quite a challenge for me it's so easy to get distracted with things distracted with the the urge of the necessary but we need to redeem the time so Let's pray that the Lord will help us to know how we can do that in our individual lives. And then finally, my final uh, heading, which is in verse six, and that is great, what I've, I've, I've called here, grace-filled speech. So it kind of leads on from the other two, really. Grace-filled speech. If we're going to be walking in a wise way, if we're going to be... Uh, praying steadily and constantly uh, and it's specifically about uh, 
how we are with with those outside that we're praying for opportunities that we're praying uh, in terms of those around us then let us have grace filled speech and uh, verse 6 then says let your speech always be with grace seasoned with salt that ye may know how to answer everyone every man ecclesiastes 10 verse 12 says this the words of a wise man man's mouth are gracious but the lips of a fool will swallow up himself the beginning of the words of his mouth is foolishness and the end of his talk is mischievous madness and maybe paul when he was uh, you know writing and having this this letter written for the men, people at Colossae. Perhaps he, he may even have been thinking about these verses uh, in Ecclesiastes when he was thinking about the people who are perhaps uh, putting forward erroneous ideas. Perhaps he was thinking, well, these people are, are being mischievous, uh, that they're talking foolishness. And they were. So Paul is wanting to correct their thinking and he's wanting them to be wise and for them to have wise and gracious speech the words of a wise man man's mouth are gracious let's let that that be our prayer as well that we will have gracious speech with those around us and not ungracious or foolish speak speech and if you remember when we were going through mark's gospel and we got up when we were in chapter nine uh, and particularly verse 50 we we were thinking about this idea of being salty, uh, having salt. And so we, we can uh, uh, pick up on that again, can't we, here, to, to, have, to be salty Christians, to, to be gracious in our speech with those around us, to be salty Christians. 1 Peter chapter 3 and verses 15 to 17 um uh, it says this 15 and 17 but sanctify the lord god in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks you a reason for the hope that is in you with meekness and fear having a good conscience that whereas they speak evil of you as evil doers they may be ashamed that falsely accuse you your good conversation in christ so that's good uh, exhortation for us that's good um uh, things for us to focus on isn't it when we're we're we're, we're thinking about how we're going to speak with those around us that yes we sanctify god in our hearts and that we are will be ready ready to give a reason for the hope and that hope of glory that Paul was talking about back there in chapter one of Colossians with meekness and fear, with the right kind of attitude, the right kind of spirit to, to have gracious speech. And of course, ultimately, the Lord Jesus Christ um, is our example, isn't he? Because he always had gracious speech. He was always wise in what he said he was wisdom itself 
perfectly, wasn't he? There's nobody ever, even some of the greatest prophets like Moses or Elijah, who we, we looked at earlier last year, um, all these men were great, but they were fallible. But the Lord Jesus Christ is that perfect example of, of perfect of wisdom and graciousness. And we ought to look, we look to him, look to him who is the author and finisher of our, our faith. Looking to, to Christ, we ought to look to his words and to uh, uh, be like him in 2021. So just to kind of summarize, we're going to continue in prayer. We're going to keep continuing doing what we have been doing, but to be really uh, aiming to be earnest and steadfast in that, uh, in our private devotions, maybe in family times. And it's certainly something that we've been doing as a fellowship as we've been gathering on Zoom. I think prayer has always been very important to the folk at Quinton, and, and we need to continue that. If we're going to, to honour those that have been before us in the past, and I'm thinking of Don Crawford, who we lost back in 2020, uh, a, a real servant of the Lord who uh, did so much um, for God's glory in, in the fellowship there at Quinton had been such an example, godly example. You know, if we're going to honour men like and and and, the, and and others like Frida, Frida Round, let's be people who are going to continue earnestly in prayer, and then pray. Hopefully, that we can we can have the moment we can get back into wor worshiping together corporately in the church, and and we can see prayer meetings starting up again. That that would be great. But we we can we can still continue in prayer uh, with with uh, ourselves as our in our families together uh, as as individuals and when we come together in Zoom and there's no reason why perhaps uh, we we can't maybe have times on Zoom uh, during the week to 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 draw to to just set aside for earnest prayer so let let's make that. Uh, uh, a goal and an aim for 2021. Continue earnestly in prayer to walk wisely and redeem the time and to have gracious speech with those that we know, with those that we're going to be working with, those that we're going to be meeting and encountering this, this year, that we will have gracious speech, that we will have speech that will, will touch lives that will make people think and stop and say, why is this person different? Why is this person uh, called Easton different? Or why is this young lady, Emma, different from other people? Why is her speech so different? That people will ask these questions and uh, will want to know more. Let, let's pray for those opportunities that, this year. So those three things. Uh, for us so let's be encouraged in going forward in what is going to be a, a real year of uncertainty because we just don't know how things are going to quite pan out we've got a lot of encouragements on the horizon 
in terms of the virus as the the two vaccines now being rolled out. But we don't know when normality is going to come back. And there's so many other things in our world that are, are troubling and things that we have around us in our immediate vicinities. That, that can be really causing us trouble. I mean, our own personal difficulties and trials. But whatever these things are, let's continue in earnest prayer. So let, let's, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that the Lord Jesus Christ, our great God and Saviour, is all-sufficient that he is that great mediator and Lord that he is at your right hand that he is at the right hand of the Father and Lord that we have that perfect mediator we can come and bring our prayer requests before you in that great and wonderful name the Lord Jesus Christ we thank you that we find our, our, our sufficiency in Christ and Lord, these are great uh, things uh, to help us in our praying. Help us to be people of prayer as we go into 2021, that we might walk in a wise way, that we might redeem the time and speak uh, uh, graciously with those around us. Lord, we, we feel our, our frailty and weaknesses. We know how we fail you. But Lord, we want to look to you, Lord, that you would uh, uh, grant us your grace uh, and unction this year, this year of 2021. Amen.